0: from decrypt media this is the decrypt daily and my name is matthew deemer today on the show the u.s government has dark web informants degenerate apes send solana to all-time highs and do you want a portrait of italic that's coming up today on the decrypt daily Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Monday, August sixteenth, two thousand twenty-one. We finally have power at the house. It came on last night. That was five nights and six days with no power. Needless to say, we threw away all of our food in the fridge because we had nowhere to put it. So we have to go grocery shopping. And um, well, I'm just happy to have the power back on. It means I can record at home in our recording studio and didn't have to do with the shitty quality that you guys had last week. That's why I took the weekend off, because no power, no internet, no nothing, and I was just like, I don't even know where to run to do this anymore. (laughs) You can't just podcast in the middle of a cafe. But we still are out of internet, so I am tethering to my phone. My phone has no reception over here, but very lucky that everybody had their power back, so a lot of people probably have internet, so I have more bandwidth now, so I can trickle the internet in to my house. Anyway... That's what's happening over here, but what's happening in those crypto prices? That's what's important. Here comes the money! Here we go! Money talk! And I'm recording this at 11:16 Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin is in at $46,070, up 0.1% in 24. Ethereum is at $3,192, up 1.1% in 24. Binance Coins at 421, up 4.5%. Cardano is at number 4 at $2.10, pretty much even from yesterday. And Tether is in the number 5 spot. Running off the top 10, we have XRP, Dogecoin, USDC, Polkadot, and Solana. More on that later. Total market cap we're at $1.986 trillion, and a BTC dominance of 43.6%, and an F dominance of 18.9%. Moving into today's headlines. First is not a headline. It's actually a letter from a listener, and Robert from Oregon says this: "I really like your podcast, and I really like to continue listening to it. But why do you discardano Ada at nearly every opportunity? The two episodes on eight thirteen twenty one, you or Jeff slid in little digs on Ada. Not cool or unbiased. I understand that you and Decrypt are an F based publication, but please either say something positive or nothing at all when talking about projects that aren't in your ecosystem." P.S., thanks for reading my email or a portion of it on 72921. Keep it up 100%. Robert, thank you very much for listening to this show and thank you very much for the email. But I gotta push back, Robert. I gotta push back. First is about being an F based publication. Uh, we're not, and I'm not. Uh, first of all, you're not gonna buy me. You're not gonna buy my opinions. F has plenty of flaws, and I've said them in every opportunity. Gas fees are too damn high, and it's too slow. Uh, here, here's a joke for you. Uniswap or these decentralized exchanges that charge you a crap ton in gas just to buy or sell some certain shit coin. Honestly, it's pricing out the little hodlers. Here, I have a coin right now that is ninety dollars. I have ninety dollars of a certain shit coin. I cannot sell it on Uniswap. There's no liquidity anywhere else. I can't sell it on Uniswap because it costs forty two dollars right now in gas to just sell it. And then it, once I get my ETH or my USDC, it's going to cost me another like. 14 to 20 just to send it to a wallet so i have now paid 60 dollars just to sell something that's 90 dollars. i get 30 dollars for it and i'm just like why am i even gonna do this i'm just gonna huddle it fine it runs into zero <laughs> that is a huge problem with ethereum and the things that are built on top of ethereum uniswap decentralized exchanges and some dApps and the gas fees that just to do anything rational with this yes I will diss F. I don't care what I who I work for or who owns the company. There are serious flaws with F. There are also many good things with F. And the same thing with Cardano. Look, I don't know what Cardano is gonna do in the future. They might be researching and building the blockchain of all blockchains. And when it comes out, it'll be the most revolutionary, easy to use thing ever. And everything will be obsolete. It's quite possible. I don't know what the future is gonna hold. However, I will say the talk about smart contracts on Cardano has been going on for years. Look, I've been in this space since 2016. I've been podcasting since 2017. And we've been talking about smart contracts for Cardano since 2000, at least late 2017, early 2018. Here's some headlines I just searched. May 16th, 2018. Cardano is a blockchain protocol aiming to create a platform for smart contracts. That's May 2018. December 11th, 2018 smart contracts language for cardano launches because of the smart contract launch news on cardano people on reddit are talking about this and people are saying it's hype it will when they do this cheaper faster and by the way robert there are markets open for betting betting that cardano will not release its smart contracts by october 1st why because cardano historically does this they move things back and things don't get done we don't know if they're researching. They, We don't know if they're still developing. I don't know what's being built in the back end. All I'm saying is we don't have smart contracts. That's not a diss. It's the truth. And when people are opening betting markets to bet that they won't release their smart contracts by October 1st, I think that the whole industry kind of is looking at the same thing. And you know what? The odds are, the betting odds right now, are that Cardano will not release the contracts by October 1st. It's not me being biased, it's me understanding Cardano and this the word on the street about Cardano for the past three years. And if that's a diss on Cardano, I'm sorry. And I don't personally believe that's a diss on Cardano. I believe that it is an observation looking at the project. And you know what? I might take that back because I also don't think that they're going to release it by October 1st. Robert, feel free to email me in response to this. I will read your email verbatim. Um, again. These are my two cents. I've been working in this space for a long time. I have seen the development of Cardano, and I've also had Charles Hoskinson on the show uh, back uh, probably around six, maybe eight months ago. So please feel free to listen to that episode where I give him the platform. I ask him questions. We have great conversations about the Cardano ecosystem. That's not biased, my friend. So, so please, I'm looking forward to hearing from you. And let's get into some more headlines, not just rants from a podcaster. The U.S. State Department is offering dark web informants' cryptocurrency bounties in exchange for information on hackers seen as threats to the country. The State Department's Rewards for Justice RFJ program offers up to $10 million for the identification or location of any person who, while acting at the direction or under control of a foreign government, participates in malicious cyber activities against the U.S. critical infrastructures. The Rewards for Justice program has been in place since 1984. Since then, the government has paid over $150 million to over 100 people who provided actionable information that puts terrorists behind bars or prevents acts of international terrorism worldwide. And there you go. You learn something every day. I did not know that this Rewards for Justice program existed. And wow, they have great bounties for good information. So if you have time on your hands and you want to go deep dive down this rabbit hole, this could be very lucrative for you. I didn't mention this in the opening prices today, but Solana is going moon. Moon! Soared to an all time high of 63.33 on Monday morning, recording a record gain of more than 36.8% over the last day. The altcoin has even made it into the top 10 largest cryptocurrencies by market cap by surpassing Uniswap with $17.75 billion in market cap. Why, you might ask? Degenerate Ape Academy. (laughs) It's a non-fungible token project built on the Solana blockchain, and it launched on Sunday. The launch saw a collection of over 10,000 unique pictures of a cartoon ape selling out in a mere 8 minutes, with the overall trading volume reaching almost 96,000 Solana, or $5.9 million. The Degenerate Ape Academy tweeted this, We sold out in 8 minutes. Holy ape. No, the drop was not smooth. It was shitty at best. We did a lot of things wrong and the team was overwhelmed with the wave that hit us in the past week. It was exponentially bigger than we thought. By the way, did you guys know that Solana was a sponsor of Lollapalooza last month? Crypto is everywhere. There's a newly discovered tool on the dark web that lets criminals check how clean their Bitcoin is. So, what is clean and what is dirty Bitcoin? Well, clean Bitcoin is Bitcoin that's fresh from exchanges or freshly minted coins that are classified as no-risk assets. Like, they don't have any kind of dark, dirty history or they're passed from a weird wallet to another wallet or held by some kind of cartel or terrorist organization. They're just new Bitcoin or they've just been in good wallets. And dirty Bitcoin is, of course, Bitcoin earned on dark markets or ransomware or theft or, you know, drug sales or, you know, you get it. That is dirty Bitcoin. Well, now there's a tool that you can link to your wallet that breaks down from where the Bitcoin it holds originates and how risky it is to hodl it. This assessment or this tool helps criminals work out how likely it is that cryptocurrency exchanges will flag their cryptos as proceeds of crime. Um, And to be perfectly honest, I think this tool should be for everybody. So if you do get sent some Bitcoin, You can also know that your Bitcoin is not coming from shady past or shady locations. I think that that's the beauty of Bitcoin. You know, I would not want to huddle some Bitcoins that somebody sent me because I said, hey, we made some kind of transaction. They sent me some Bitcoin. Then I know that this is some terrorist Bitcoin. Probably a bad thing. Lots of questions I couldn't answer. Anyway, it seems like an interesting tool, not just for criminals. Speaking of criminals... A dark web drug dealer from Maryland, known as Xanax Man, (laughs) is accused by Maryland federal court of laundering $137 million worth of Bitcoin from prison. All right, so here's the story. In November 2018, the court ordered Xanax Man to forfeit 4,000 Bitcoin earned from selling drugs. Well, that 4,000 Bitcoin would be worth around $187.2 million today. He was also ordered to hand in $5.6 million in cash and property. Jeez, oh man, this is crazy. But Xanax Man continued to launder money while he was serving his 57-month prison sentence. The indictment alleges that Xanax Man, aided by his father, I guess Papa Xanax Man, laundered the drug proceeds between October 2019 and April 2021. And here's just my comment really quick. How do you combat against those kind of incentives? I mean, almost $190 million in Bitcoin or and $6 million in property and cash? I mean, those are hell of incentives. I mean, how do you combat against those kind of possible upsides? I mean, imagine if you're making minimal wage or have a very low income, and then this is something that you know, this is something that you can do for that amount of upside, for the downside of spending a decade in jail. I mean, wow. Oh, in a side note really quick. Check out the link I have in the show notes. John Oliver's HBO's This Week Tonight He's talking about ransomware. He's talking about cryptocurrency and he's talking about Monero. So it might be a fun listen. It's 22 minute longs. And if you like John Oliver, obviously you're going to like John Oliver. And if you don't, you're probably not, but like him or not, you want to be tuned into the crypto space. You might want to hear what these mainstream outlets are saying. So link is in the show notes. And finally, do you want to own a picture of Vitalik? Do you want to own a picture of Vitalik in NFT form? Well, well, now you can. If that was on your bucket list, now you can. Because on Tuesday, photographer Matthew Reamer, rhymes with my name, Matthew Deemer, but Matthew Reamer announced the sale of three NFTs, portraits of Ethereum founder Vitalik Buterin. Reamer took Buterin's picture four months after Ethereum's launch in 2015. The first NFT, which currently has a bit of about 1.65F, is an action shot of young Vitalik sitting on his bed with his laptop coding. <laughs> well, you can check out those NFTs in the article, links in the show notes. And the rest of the article talks about the history of this shoot, where Matthew Reamer reminisces about how they got a cheap Airbnb for the shots, how he got paid $750 for the shots, and how if he hollowed his crypto, it would be worth about $2.5 million today. Worth the read, and the NFTs might be worth the purchase since they are extremely rare. I would want to know what he's doing with the negatives, and I would want to know what he's doing with the other copies of them. But this could be a hell of a purchase for a collector. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave me a comment. Also, DiemerforCongress.com. That's D-I-E-M-E-R for Congress.com. Don't forget to donate to the campaign if you want blockchain advocates in Washington, D.C. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone. And... Fingers crossed that I get my internet back. Have a good day.